we had some feedback about music, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, they said we did. Hello and welcome to episode seven of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and my favourite person called Mark. Good afternoon, Damo. Hi, I was thinking about that. I don't, yeah. don't know many Marks, but you're definitely my favourite Mark. I think it's a very early 60s name. I know a lot of Marks. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's a bit of a shit name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sports, conspiracy and reckless motorbike accidents. We're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. Cool. I need to tell you why I think it's a shit name before we go further. Mm, sure. And for the, the, the bit of feedback that I got, that the first few minutes seemed like jibber-jabber. What, this? Yeah. Rude. So here's some more jibber-jabber. So what happened was, went trekking in the pool, yeah, in the pool, and had some guides and... Around the campfire one night, we decided to all talk about each other's names. Mm-hmm. And the Nepalese, um, what they're called porters, aren't they? Were going like, my name is so-and-so-so, which means pride of the eagle soaring over the Himalayan peaks. <laughs> and another one was going lush meadows with gorgeous yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. And I said my name, and he had um, an English Nepalese dictionary, and he went, grubby spot. Because <laughs> obviously really? Mark is like a mark on okay, your clothing. yeah, yeah. Which they found hysterical, and that's always... Stuck. Stuck. That's so, awful. Grubby spot. I mean, obviously it's biblical, I would have thought. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Originally. Matthew, Mark, Luke. I'm out of my depth. Ma- Ma- Matthew, grubby spot, Luke and John. <laughs> <laughs> they were originally known. Um, let's not ignore the uh, musical elephant in the room. Go for it. The, the smile like, on your face. I'm a little bit excited about it. Tell the crowd. Tell, Tell them. It. Well, we yeah, well, I, I think I mentioned, and... Um, in one of the other podcasts about having music being a little bit more admin for me uh, with licensing. So um, then I reached out to my musical contacts. I, you know, don't mean to boast, but I've got... You're some, in the trade. Yeah, I'm in the biz. <laughs> the biz, got, the I've, got cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some contacts. Yeah. So um, I got in touch with a good friend of mine mm-hmm. uh, who is in a band called The Monkey Fighters. I listened to him. You did? Yeah, they're on Spotify. They are, yeah. yeah. And um, I said, fancy writing something for this? And he went, yeah. So I thought, like most kind of, I mean, he's a very talented uh, singer-songwriter, and I, and I thought we'd have quite a few things in the bottom drawer, mm. you know, things that weren't quite finished. Or, mm-hmm. um, so he sent me that, and I said, that's cool. Is that something you'd worked on? He goes, no, I've literally just done it for you. I was like, that's cool. So, yeah, it's ours. What excites me most is the excitement that you have on that uniqueness. The music's great, and I, I think it, total yeah. appreciation for him doing it and doing it in the time and getting it out. And we'd mentioned before about having a bit of a punk influence. Yes. That's, it's borderline, but it's it's there. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, just your sheer um, joy <laughs> yeah, at having I something is. that is ours and unique, and I think that's lovely. It's cool. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's important yeah. to own things like that. And have some hours, but um, so uh, a big thank you to to Johnny and the Monkey Fighters for doing that. Thank Links you are in the show notes, and um, you'll be hearing a bit more of that. Um, how are you? All right? Yeah, I'm good. Good morning. I'm good. Just driven in from Wales. Have you got to be in quarantine now? I, I forget where we are. Bits of there are. There was, I think, is it Caerphilly? There was like signs. I've been racing, and basically. Some people entered the race from Caerphilly and they were basically shown off the premises because oh. of local lockdown. They're not oh. allowed to go and run in a field in Cardiff. Okay. So um, Could they just not, you know, could they say they're not from Caerphilly? I think they belonged to Caerphilly Running Club and they had vests that said <laughs> carefully. <laughs> right. Carefully handled with care. Yeah. I, I, Fragile. Yeah, they weren't exactly going under the radar, no, were they? No, no. Okay. So, yeah, so they were... They were it was an interesting, I'm just going to talk a little bit about it because I found it really interesting. It was brilliantly well um, arranged. So we had 
four of us in each race so that we could go in lanes two, four, six, eight. Mm-hmm. Is that a, right with you on the numbers? Side of <laughs> Sorry. I, I was going, why, why even? <laughs> What's wrong with 3579? Anyway, they had their reasons. Um, the one thing that I did, it was, I went to the wrong place. So we we're on about being late. Um, I was late uh. because I read it. I looked at the email from the person that said, who's organising it. So I ended up at his office rather than the track. Uh, right. Which and is he's obviously not in because he's in the right place. He's at the track. He knows where he is. Yeah. So the track itself was Cardiff International Arena, which is like Ooh. really, it's the next Cardiff City Football yeah, Club. Yeah. It was lovely. Lovely, lovely arena. Very strange atmosphere about just, I don't know. They only let 30 people in the track. So it's a massive area with a football pitch, running track, but only 30 people were allowed to be there. Yeah, Including good, runners. This was just runners and you had to come in at a set time and when your race finished you had to leave and then another four came in and I'm thinking they're going to have a thousand at eight football matches today they're going to have a thousand people Mm -hmm. and we had 30 in a giant outdoor area but it is what it is Mm. it was really good of them to put it on Um, and so yeah the the only other thing that made me a little bit um, that I think could have been better organised there were four of us who were masters runners masters runners being elderly and uh, they were all near enough my age so I thought because they'd, they'd written, emailed me and said about this this meeting and I thought that'd be great there'll be three others I can run against mm-hmm. and they put me in a, a heat with a 20 year old who was basically international standard right. and two 16 year old girls and I'm thinking it didn't quite feel fair no um but anyway, the bit I was going to say was, going back to numbers, I'd set myself my targets. Mm-hmm. Um, so my time was good, but unable to turn it into a negative instantly because the wind behind me was stronger than the legal limit. Oh. So last week, although we didn't discuss it, mm-hmm. I was mentioning to you my time was poor, but the wind was coming into my face. Right, and you didn't turn that into a positive as such, No, I was you? able to go, well, it's coming into my face, but if you're any sort of a man, you'll beat the elements and, <laughs> you know, run fast. Is it like beating Google? Yes. Google <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, so last week I was able to be disappointed because my time was bad, despite the extenuating circumstances, and this week I'm able to beat myself up because although the time was good, mm. it was slightly windier than is legally allowed. So, there's obviously no pleasing me. No, clearly and, not. No, and also something that I mentioned to my daughter on the way back because I rang her was that I still have this, I don't know, almost this false optimism that I should be getting quicker. And when we talk about sarcopenia, it's mm. going to be like, no, your muscles are wasting away. But that you have been getting quicker though. Well, I've sort of You've, been maintaining or, within okay. training. Yeah, I've been training well, but it's... You've got it back up to speed pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not negative about it. It's just I think I sort of think this is the time I should be running. But in my heart of hearts, it's like just run faster and you'll get a better yeah, time. Yeah. It's it's almost that it's, simplistic. Okay. But anyway, so it was a good time. It was a bit windy. So what next? What happens now? Um, I don't know. Last year, what I did was I, I set myself a target that if I could run a certain time, I'd go to the, the European Championships because I don't want to go somewhere. You can you don't have to get a qualifying time. You can just turn up right. for the experience. But I set myself a time, but I think looking at it today, it just felt um, sort of a bit like a ghost town, like no spectators, one official with a mask on. As soon as you finished your race, please yeah. leave. So no, I didn't. I think I'll just keep training over the winter okay. and then uh, see what next year brings. Um, this is another special. I didn't announce how special mm. the special was. And we also, music. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty special. And we can't, I guess we can't do too many specials because they then become not very special mm, right? mundane yeah so uh this so this will be another be careful what you put in your mouth special yeah um so what's coming up in this episode we've got uh, bookmarks and apologies to do and then we'll get straight into a packed lunchbox of things to nibble on mm. indeed in drop and give me 20 which i actually realized this week i probably could have called it drop and give me zen mm-hmm. no if you have to explain the joke it's not <laughs> <Yeah>. funny <laughs> Go on, for the, for the listener. <laughs> I really shouldn't have to explain that. Drop and give me 20. We, we never say drop and give me 10. Well, some people might. Okay. I thought drop and give me zen is a... Pl- no. mm. Moving on. Uh, how are you feeling? We've done that. You're all right, aren't you? Good. Yeah, yeah, I'm Excellent. Good. 
Um, bookmarks. I just um, we were talking. Um, we don't we don't really do any recommendations, and um, I know I mentioned this to you last week, but it didn't go in the podcast. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to mention a, a podcast I've been listening to, which kind of ties into what we were talking mm-hmm. about uh, with regards to being late. Right. So I was put onto a podcast uh, called the Ellis and John podcast. How do you cope? And in particular, an interview with um, George Ezra, who I think I'm in love with a little bit mm-hmm. now. Now I've listened to his podcast as well. But there's a really good chat about um, how George Ezra hates pe- people being late, yeah. which I really, really liked. And also I was pointed in the direction of Full Disclosure with James O'Brien, which I thought was good. An episode with David Baddiel about anti-Semitism, which is something I always hear about and know nothing about. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. I just wanted to... The links will be in the show notes. But is he I just thought, LBC, James O'Brien? Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that'd be good. I'll put them in. I thought they'd be interesting. A little bit of demo recommends there. Mm. You send them through to me. I, I have a slight, not a problem, that's the wrong word. I have a slight, I don't know, defensive wall about podcasts that interview guests. That's pretty much every podcast that exists today. Yeah. <laughs> he says, scrubbing out the note about our guest coming up. <laughs> no, no, no. What just... I'm, no, not about, I'm, we've been talking about guests. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not anti-guest, of course I'm not anti-guest. When it's big names, I sometimes feel... It's almost like they've sort of got their exposure, they've got television, they've got books, and then to be interviewed almost sometimes feels like they're, they're clogging the airwaves. Yeah, but, it, you know, the end of... I think the beginning the end was he's, he was David Patil was plugging his book, so there's always... Yeah. I think, but I think that's the trade-off, isn't it? You get a name on. Yeah. And in return, they get a plug, you know, so yeah. it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot and of back it's, it's been ever that, it, hasn't but, it, whether it's been Michael Parkinson yeah. or... But I guess once you've been going as long as they have and, you know, you're looking for content, you know, it's about names, isn't it? We're going to get to the point where we're, you know, if we, haven't, not gonna got, run out of material. If we haven't got Sharon Stone on here, we won't be... <laughs> <laughs> we won't want to do it, really, but... Um, yeah, no, I'm not being negative. I'm not being negative at all. It's almost... I just sort of feel... I've been listening... Like, every week, I listen to about... Last week it was 12, probably about eight podcasts. Is it still you still of the same opinion? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did it as well this um, week. Which I think is a bit up my own ass, really. It's okay. But I just, it was just one or two, I thought, I don't know, maybe it's just what I didn't want to listen to. But also we discussed on Thursday or Friday, I think, at Waits, um, you look at the charts and it's either true crime or sleep. Yeah. That seems to be what the nation is interested in. Yeah. And we've hit the sleep button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you listen to all that true crime, you can't sleep. So they're yeah. mutually exclusive, I would have thought. Yeah, so it's splitting the audience, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I couldn't believe I've been trying to make friends on social, you know, put our put our our word out, and mm. I couldn't believe how much true crime... I'm not into true crime. No. I don't get it. The Des thing was on the other night. Do you saw that? No, I was heard about it. I listened to a podcast on the way over and it's just, talking about uh, it. I don't know, it's up there with Luther for me and things like that. I, I mean... I mean, that's not true crime. That's Yeah, but it's yeah. still, you know, watching people get murdered and then figuring out why they did it. It's just, um, and I guess these days they're always getting more and more, uh, I don't know, graphic, you know, yeah. macabre, you know. Uh, it just doesn't make me, just makes me feel unwell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of the irony of me like, nodding sagely and agreeing with you having worked for in prisons for 25 yeah, years I mean, with, yeah. with mass murderers <laughs> yeah. i can't bear what you're on telling you've yeah yeah, you've yeah I, can, I can see why you're upset mate. you've heard it from the uh horses haven't you yeah I but think... it is isn't it? it gets to you i mean my brother's in the uh in the in the police and um you know i don't i don't know how they I don't know how they do it mm. i don't know how they do it I, th- I think like some of the true crime thing i think it's it's that difference between information education and voyeurism and just sometimes mm. i just find it a little bit uneasy to know under which yeah. heading it comes i mean don't get me wrong if there's an accident on the motorway i would i have to do my best not to rub a neck mm. i'm going to look if i'm in the passenger seat i'm more, i'm all over if i'm mm. if i'm driving i'll be a bit more mm. um considerate it comes with some driving considerations in a minute i've mm. got a confession to make but we'll come okay. to that. um yeah they're um it's all a bit too close to the bone i think yeah, and there days. is a lot of it, as you say. When you look on the, the podcast charts, it's an awful lot of people yeah. listening to an awful lot of crime. Yeah, if they're into it, good. But um, I've got an apology. Yeah. Um, 
is about the repair shop. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> and this is going to be my last, <laughs> I promise, my last. I think... Not Kelly. Actually, it's not really an apology. A reference that you had a belief that fish aren't wet mm. and that must have been really random because it mm. was fairly random mm. and i didn't get to square that one off um but i've been looking into that. that and there's there's a whole reddit thread about whether fish are wet or not yeah yeah and you brought it to my attention and i've been looking at it ever we since. can have a chat i think it, i don't know how well known it is i've mentioned it to one or two people I mean, and i think it uh, well the premise is that uh fish what can be one one side of it is fish are dry and then when they come out of the water. Yeah, if yeah, when they're in the water, they're not wet. It's only when they come out of the yeah. water, they are then wet. Because we're they're judging them by our environment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But some people have said, well, the definition of wet is, is being kind of consumed by, by liquid, which fish are. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's decent... But wet only has relevance in a dry setting, I think, is what Yeah, but if someone's is. swimming, you don't go, oh, look, they're getting wet, mm. do you? When you jump in, you're getting wet. When it's the change well, from dry the... to wet, that's the... Well, I'm not saying that's the definitive. That's yeah. one of the arguments. So I guess they're because they're spending so much time in in the water. Mm. Um, you, they can't be described as wet. Mm. Is that a, you, that's the side of your, the yeah? yeah. A fish wrong. isn't going to go look at me. I'm wet, but they're also going to go not. <laughs> we don't describe ourselves <laughs> as dry, fish. though, do we? Uh, no, we don't. So fish wouldn't. Yeah, if they could, they wouldn't. Is that what no. you're saying? No, well, they'd have a different language altogether. Um, I'm gonna. I'll put a link in the show notes to the Reddit thread. It's riveting. <laughs> <laughs> George Ezra moved to Bristol in 2011. Yeah, I think he went to uh, university here, didn't he? Okay. Um, he studied at um, the British and Irish Modern Music Institute. Yeah. I didn't know that was in Bristol. No. Never heard of it. No. Um, but it's uh, it's brilliant. He On the podcast I mentioned there, he talks about um, Puro, which is a kind of form of OCD, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. So um, I do recommend it. It's very, very good. Um Oh yeah, the, the, I have a confession. I, I got back from work yesterday and um, had one of those envelopes mm-hmm. that had some serious writing on the... You mean um, it was brown? <laughs> it wasn't actually. You don't get good news in brown envelopes? No, you don't. Well, unless it's a tax rebate, they're, you know, maybe mm, once I in guess, a blue moon. Yeah. Okay. But I got... Um, Shout me down. This is, this is a bit of, um, like I said, a confession. I got a notice of intended prosecution. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been caught speeding. So basically, you're making this into a true crime dark drama now. <laughs> <laughs> you slag it off, and now you're just sharing. Look, no one died. Can I just say? <laughs> Which, just was... share with the group then, because get it off your chest. Um, well, the, the reason I I wanted to mm-hmm. is because I have I haven't I haven't been caught for speeding for many years, mm-hmm. um, and I'm surprised considering what I drive. I haven't been caught. Yeah, I'm, I'm generally. I think I'm sensible. I think if I'm gonna break the speed limit i'll do it in a sensible fashion um whoa, 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 whoa. What? what like intellectually <laughs> i'm going 90 but i'm well aware no i think in a sensible um, fashion oh god what have i said this is gonna be edited isn't it because uh, the police your car has got to be one of the fastest sort of cars around <laughs> hasn't it well yeah but the, the, the thing is on on i think what i'm trying to say the last time i got one mm-hmm. i had a real kind of uh, burning kind of sense of injustice yeah. <laughs> you know where i was kind yeah. of clenching my fists at the sky yeah um and i think i had a little bit of that when i opened this mm-hmm. up i was like yeah where, where, are they, where they? they've got yeah they've got to, got to got that wrong got yeah. to, um but these days it's different because i haven't had one in probably about 10 years mm-hmm. um so i had that right you know they said they've got photograph but they haven't got photographic yeah so you go on the website you go oh there's a picture of there's yeah. three pictures of me oh, on right. the phone driving the best <laughs> <way at 80. laughs> that isn't what no 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 yeah. you're getting me in trouble no it wasn't that. No. Um, but then I think, oh, yeah, mate, I wonder when the last time they got got the camera calibrated. Yeah. Oh, I'll have them on that. Oh, yeah. there's there's the certification of calibration. Yeah. <laughs> and there's John, who, you know, who's uh, who's calibrated. There's the date and time he did it. You're like, mm. oh, God, they've got it all sewn up now, haven't they? But I know I know this is this is on the motorway. I know where the cameras are normally. And I think I remember it because it's only Tuesday. That's how quickly they, wow. these things come Fair through. Fair play. That's good in, in these COVID days to be able to get that quicker than the test. <laughs> You yeah, can get prosecuted. That's true. I've got three pictures of me. Okay, yeah. I mean, um, this, this is issued the day after it happened. So, um, Fair point, that, when you think about it. Yeah. What, how quickly that came around? Well, yeah. If you I mean, can't yeah, get it's all a computer test results generated, results though, isn't it? 
you know. Well, someone still has to put it in the envelope. Uh, yeah. That person could be doing tests. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what is it? We're, like, there's a lot of anticipation. We want to know what I did. I don't think I don't think it's relevant. I, I was I was caught speeding. I was caught breaking okay, the. Okay, show um, me. Just but, hold it up then, so the audience can um, see. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not a ban. No. That's no. But I remember because the pictures. I remember exactly what I was doing at the time, and I was basically just getting around someone, just over. To, you know, just put my toe down. I went I would, to go around them. I would have got back to the the speed, and just that was it. Use Blip, that as mitigation. I, I went that speed to overtake someone. I mean, there's Your a, Honor. There's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't wanting to go that speed because there's um. There's a white transit van, clearly on the photos, Yeah, um, that I was trying to get around. You know, that was it. But the law is the law, Mark, and I must um, yeah. be punished. Well, you fought it, but it won. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, I wish I had that ready, because I'll play it. I'll put it in the edit. Yeah, go on. No, I don't want to pay no. for it. That's right again, isn't it? Um, so I think I'm going to choose um, Speed Course, which I found out you don't get a cup of tea and a biscuit anymore. My oldest daughter went to the speed course and went through a red light on the way to the speed course because she was late. <laughs> did you get done for that? I don't think or she did. Or did she own up when she got there? <laughs> the the yeah, guilt was get, too much. Can I get this out of the way now? <laughs> but I think it, no, the last time I went, everyone kind of had to stand up and kind of say what they did. Mm. And everyone was just doing it through, like, just they had that burning injustice as well. You know, if you go through a red light to let an emergency vehicle through, you're prosecuted. It, yeah, you can, yeah. Doesn't feel right. No. Isn't it funny how when you've got, have you notice how people panic when there's a, when there's like an ambulance mm. behind you, people just going up the curb and. Yeah. Or moving about three inches. Yeah. Or just or not bringing seeing. in their wing mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I've had it a few times where you've pulled over because mm. you've seen it. Mm. And then the person behind you sees it late, kind of pulls in behind you. Mm. The ambulance goes past and then they oh, just tow the it. the ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. The Am- ambulance. Am- ambulance. <laughs> edit <laughs> <laughs> no um then they just pull up and straight yeah. and, and you're like there's got to be a protocol that is yeah that is um talking about what grinds our gears yeah that is unforgivable that should be offense an offense mm. anyway oh one last one with this is a lot of jibber jabber final one this is gold came back from <laughs> came back from um abroad sunny cardiff and i'd been talking to somebody about burger king the other day and had a desire to have a Burger King, so pulled in at the service. Yeah, I know. Don't pull the face. No, I, uh, I'm either I'm either promoting McDonald's. You don't know why I'm pulling the face. It okay. wasn't judgment. Okay, it was ten pounds and nine pence for a burger, chips, and Tropicana orange juice, <laughs> steakhouse double something melt. It wasn't anything to do that. And when I'm ordering it, they gave me the option of having a bag to take it away in. Uh, for five pence what a brown bag that they normally come in with yes so you now pay five pence for a paper bag at burger just spent 10 quid yeah that's wrong and it's like i felt like saying i don't want to buy a bag yeah but i want it to be in a bag because i've spent 10 pounds on a burger and and barely got in here in the first place yeah you should be honored i'm even here yeah i'm I'm, I'm like i only know who i am (laughs) i need clean good food i've had over 100 listens to my first podcast (laughs) i could be a celebrity well you're in a different country i mean i'm not i haven't seen the analytics but i'm not sure how big we are in that's worth checking um, we're bigger in texas than we are in in wales there was also a sign final thing because this is so much rumbling there was a, a sign coming back from wales saying don't throw litter and I was thinking, you don't need the throw, just don't litter. Oh, interesting. It's like, can you place it? Yeah. <laughs> Get out your car, place it, take a picture. Yeah. The and main problem in Wales has been the fact of people throwing. Yeah. But That's a good point. Mm. And it would have saved them on letters as well. Tautology, isn't it? It's that. Using more words than you need to, so like doubling up on words. <laughs> oh, the irony. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, end of the podcast. <laughs> um... I was going to say something, but I, I've, oh yeah, the reason I pulled a face mm. is because, imagine this, right? Got you. Burger King burger, mm. McDonald's fries. Mm. No, that's it. What, together? Just imagine that. Because mm. their chips are rubbish. McDonald's? Yeah, they're getting a yeah. sponsor. Yeah. And we had them in our eating oh, out the, 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 bur- the Burger hands. King ones, I mean. Oh, okay. The Burger King ones are awful chips. They weren't good, no. No, the burgers aren't, aren't too bad, but... Mm. yeah anyway this is riveting um it's a good start to 
What to put in your mouth special, isn't it? Or what not to. <laughs> yeah. Seamless link. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's, that's why we script. Mm. Um, hydration. You hear that people find it difficult to drink water. Yeah. And you sound surprised by that. And I was just thinking, that's why I was trying not to answer you because I thought I'd do it here. <laughs> but but I am one of those people. And I was thinking about it the other day because I knew we were going to be talking about it. And I thought, how strange that is that mm. I find it difficult. Mm. You know, we're relying, you know, largely fortunate enough to have Evian coming out the tap mm. pretty much. Mm. And obviously there's places in the world that don't. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, I can't drink water. Yeah. I don't like the taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I don't even make it habit. And I think that's the point I need to do is make it habit. So it feels odd when I'm, I'm not thinking about doing it. It feels mm. odd that I'm not doing it. I think that's mm. where I need to get to. But of course you need to keep doing it. But I find it really difficult. I do too. And I think I've got clients, I sometimes send pictures of, I don't know, a waterfall or something like that, just as a sort of, yeah, just as a cue. But I saw someone the other day who had a bottle um, split into like hourly intervals, so between nine and three. Down the side. Down the side. And then it was like, well, you're a superstar, you know, you've drunk a bottle of water. And I can see why it's doing it, because you, you look and you say... It's now three o'clock in the afternoon. I've only got down to 10 a.m. So it is a good cue. Mm. But yeah, the maddest thing, we we have to drink water to survive. Yeah. And we, There's very few people that would just go, yeah. Yeah. It's not the first thing we think of when we wake up, is no. it? Probably, and it's not everyone. Yeah. Some people are really good and will have it, yeah. you know, with meals regularly. But yeah, I think it, it's just strange. Why is it a chore? Why do mm, so many no, people it find it in a chore? Yeah. Um, I mean, then I think, oh, I drink loads of coffee and then the myth came to mind mm. that it isn't necessarily um, any better for you. Okay, you're drinking a lot of liquid, but I think the myth is that you're um, excreting it quicker than your... Well, because it's hydratic, <laughs> isn't it? It yeah, removes I think that water, is... but the amount of water you take in is greater yeah, than not the amount cu- of water it removes. It's not yeah. coming out at such a rate yeah. that it's um, counteracting it. Um, do yeah. things coming out of your body. When you lose fat, do you know where it goes? Where, it, where you lose it from? I would say in your urine. No. Oh. You breathe it out. What? Get out of town. I'm just going to leave that one hanging. Move on. Right. I just have a vision of everywhere. should just be kind of covered in a layer. You're, a, you're a opening your mask after being shopping and it's like... Farm <laughs> like, of a chip like a, pan. Yeah, <laughs> smoker's lamb or something weird. Um, or black and all. Yeah, not, not all, but the majority okay. is breathed out, which I thought was really interesting, but... I don't know yeah, enough science I, I, to take that any further. So. No, I, all right. So it might not even be true. <laughs> That's never stopped me before. <laughs> There's a possibility um, it could be true, yeah. Yeah, but no, I looked at the coffee thing and um, yeah, it's, um, it actually kind of counts. And actually, there's, loads, there's um, I can't find it now, really annoyingly, but there's, um, there's loads of benefits to coffee as well, which you're mm. probably more familiar with. Off, off big fan head, of coffee. Pink, big fan, yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, as I take another slug. As we're trying to get our sponsor back after losing. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, I, this is a is the same roaster. Yeah, but a different coffee. Yeah, what do you think? I like that one. Bitter, slightly more bitter. Yeah. Do you, um, you get in the um, the pineapple? Only because you preempted me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am. It's fragrant notes of. Have you ever seen a pineapple plant? Uh, no, they're, no. They're wicked. Just look up pineapple plants. I saw one in name check potential sponsor the crafty egg cafe this will be good for our american listeners the the crafty (laughs) egg cafe in stokes croft was selling pineapple plants cutest things go okay i'm looking i'm googling shall i just shall i just fill in about what i'd like to we we finished hydration uh drink more water drink more water um yeah i think so i think i looked at some kind of guidelines as to uh, you know you can drink too much i think not to Mm. the point of drowning but you know but I think the, um, some of the, uh, actually I did find some sage advice, which I'll do now. Okay. No, so the sage advice was, uh, when you're thirsty, drink. Mm-hmm. Sounds obvious. When you're not thirsty anymore, stop. Mm-hmm. During high heat and exercise, make sure you drink enough to compensate for the lost fluids. That's it. But you also just said. I just said that I'd read somewhere almost drink before you feel thirsty. Because if you're feeling thirsty and you're dehydrated, too late. yeah, mm-hmm. and it has a, it has quite a big um, impact on performance. Before, yeah, before things like running and that, so you can have too much of it. I guess if you're yeah. sloshing around in but, your stomach. But also, one of the things which is one of my, it isn't a gripe. It's something I don't understand. And I saw someone yesterday. I saw somebody running, 
with a large water bottle in our hand. And I'm thinking all that's mm. encouraging is you to run unbalanced. Yeah. You can survive 23 minutes yeah. jogging without a drink. It won't make mm. that much difference. But she, it was a very, very big bottle. And I'm thinking you're not running properly with yeah. two litres of iron brew in your hand. In yeah. your hand. I, I, I imagine most people run and don't ever take a sip from it anyway because yeah. they're too busy running. Yeah. Just carry water with them. Yeah. Um, so we are agreed that water is good to put in your mouth. I mean, if if nothing else, I think we're we're probably saving lives. And we did say last week we're basically doctors, so yeah, basically put water in your mouth. Yeah, excellent advice. Yeah. Next on your um, well, I do like next, your, do like your notepad. Do you want to describe it to the I listener? I do. It's um, it's I mean, called... it's so you. So it's it's probably what a six square. Yeah. It it's um like a kind of duck duck egg blue it is duck egg blue polka with, dot with white polka dots <laughs> and a little kind of badge saying doodle pad with even little two little dots i think it's probably swedish a, over the a, second like an umlaut over the umlaut, second yeah. o of doodle and then dirty, and, dirty great and big postmodern ironic <laughs> red binder big plastic yeah. red binder than it needs i mean it to be. couldn't be more you it is and so and also the way i've written in it is me because like that doesn't make any sense does it it's just no. Is this one of the things where it's really neat on the first page and then just gets worse? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's quite interesting as well, because I'm, we're going to have a special, a third special. Are we? Not, not today. But I've had to, <laughs> I can't say this word, so I had to, to write it like that. So it's test, tossed, or own, because I can't say the word. You can't say... Full of it, can't say it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that, and that's another episode, a little tease for another episode. Um, I've been doing, I've, I've been doing proper research, like spending time as if, I know, this, I mean, as if this mattered. I don't and, mean um, to kind of dob you in, but this is the first time you've turned up time. with with a with a pen and with a duck egg <laughs> doodle pack. Yeah, no, I want to do um, something on, and I've got this written out here. Would you like me to say that word for you? So I'm going to talk about sarcopenia. <laughs> do you know what? It's probably best if you don't read anything. <laughs> right that's going to be another one i think okay. they're really really interesting and i really really want to talk about them yeah and we did get some really interesting twice. feedback on um sarcopenia and uh the, yeah yeah and we left it hanging a little bit we did bit. and there's plenty to go into there's a lot there okay so first thing i would like to talk about is whey protein mm-hmm. whey protein is um the, the general run of the mill whey protein is that that whey is a a byproduct from the milk industry it used to be chucked away <laughs> um <laughs> wonder that's where they but got that was it. written down i couldn't even believe, i can't believe you had that written down <laughs> um anyway so it then became seen as a, a very good use of protein and back in the day 40 years ago i was taking whey protein and i think it's it's un, it's misunderstood so it's either seen as or oh, you're a bodybuilder so you're putting a magical powder into a bottle and shaking it and downing it it's basically a source of protein that's purely what it is um with my clients, if a client is doing a lot of working out and a lot of bodybuilding, whey protein is a convenient way to increase the amount of protein in their body. So you just see it like that. Um, for some clients, we use it as a, um, a substitute for less helpful snacks. So you could have your Nature Valley bar because it has nature. People think it's good for you, which is just packed full of sugar mm-hmm. and stuff. You can have a protein drink, which is much lower in sugar satisfies you more so it fills you so that helps with weight loss Mm -hmm. and is a much better um, collection of vitamins and minerals and proteins so better macros as well so we use it in that way and then I use it myself because I'm not brilliant at eating as much as I should or as much as I want to so I've got the choice between a chicken breast a fillet of salmon or a whey protein drink it's easier it's more convenient and it makes sure that I do it yeah so Protein is massively, massively underestimated, I feel, by government. So if you look at the Eat Well plate, um, the UK's Eat Well plate actually says, and this isn't quoting word for word, but it's very close, each meal that you have or each main meal that you have should be based on one of the following. And then it shows a picture of pasta, rice or jacket Mm -hmm. potatoes, basically. So it's almost like start off with that and then add the other stuff. So I'm going to leap into um something about my sort of pet phrase of us being played so one of the things i was going to say was clients will sometimes come to me and say i want to buy some protein powder so i've gone down to 
my old friends at Holland and Barrett and got one for 40 quid and then another for a penny. And they just buy it because that's what Holland and Barrett and going on the internet feels like a, a big deal. Where do you start? The thing is, there's no mystique about whey protein. In the majority of cases, it's just a powder that's come from milk and some people put other stuff in and some don't. So I just want to just show the difference, really, because if people are wondering about whey protein or thinking, should I, shouldn't I, I'm not going to, until we get a sponsor, and then obviously whatever they it's produce not be is Holland the best. Barrett. No, <laughs> I think there's a bigger list of who isn't going. To. <laughs> so I'm not going to say the. Um, I probably will actually. So I've looked at two um, whey protein powders that were available yesterday on the internet, and one of them is from a company that I use called My Protein. And this isn't a plug. I think they're just a good, solid, reliable protein company and supplement company. They're not the best, they're not the worst, they're not flashy, they're just good, reliable, and they don't put much shit in their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when as I say, as, as, as opposed to other people that do put mm-hmm. shit in their stuff. So I'm going to compare my protein with a company called Arbon. I have some concerns about Arbon because they are, they're not pyramid selling company because those don't exist. Uh, but right. they do have a fairly aggressive marketing technique. So this is going to be the two protein powders. They're near enough the same in weight. Mm-hmm. Um, the Arbon is slightly more. It's, it's one and a quarter kilos against one kilo of whey protein. And what I'm going to do for the next three or four minutes is just give you an example of how, when I say we're being played, is that I don't think we take the time to understand what we're putting in our mouth. We just go, it's got a title of whey protein. It's got a title of vegan. It's got a title of organic, yeah. but we don't look behind that. So Arbonne is a vegan um, whey protein. So instead of the whey coming from milk, it comes from plant sources and predominantly peas. Peas have some protein in, but they're not number one source of getting protein. So if you go for a vegan option, the efficiency or the efficacy of pea isn't as good as milk in terms of taking protein from it. So... The Arbon um, container is £64 for one and a quarter kilos. The MyProtein one is £22. And it's also, and again, I just did this looking on the internet, Mm -hmm. but with MyProtein, whenever I buy, I can always get 20, 25% off. There's always offers. But let's just do it at the full price. Mm -hmm. So Arbon is £64. um, MyProtein is £22 for just about the same thing. When you look at the protein content, and you are buying this for protein, this is the whole thing that I don't get. You don't buy Special K for protein, but they now sell protein-enriched Special K. Special K is a carbohydrate. Shoving a bit of protein in, no, that's for carbs. Mm -hmm. Protein is fish and meat and eggs and cheese, whatever. So when you look closely at the protein content of the Arbonne Vegan, each, pro- each serving size is 40 grams, and 20% of that is protein. So of each serving, only half is protein. So you're buying a protein powder, but only half of it is protein. For the um, my protein one, um, it is 82% is protein. So almost double. So every serving you've got mm-hmm. is twice as much protein. So bearing in mind they weigh all the same and Arbonne costs three times as much, you're only getting half the amount of protein, so you're now suddenly paying six times as much for your protein, which is... Just to clarify, this is labelled as a protein drink, right? I mean, in terms of they're both out there being advertised as as the similar product. So I then thought, okay, so what does that mean? So I've looked down and to get 100 grams of protein, what am I having to pay? And with Arbonne, it's around about £10 to get 100 grams of protein. Well, bearing in mind a chicken breast can have 20, 25, maybe 30, a bigger chicken breast. For the cost of three chicken breasts, three or four, mm-hmm. you're paying 10 quid for a powder, which to me feels quite a luxury. Yeah. When you look at the serving size of um, my protein, it's £2.80 for 100 grams. So then that becomes efficient because for £2.80, it's actually cheaper than having a salmon fillet or a chicken. So you're getting a source of protein that's both cheaper 
and is fairly pure and is good for you. Mm -hmm. um, so that made me think, why would I want to pay £10? What, what would be special about that? So I then looked at the ingredients and thought, OK, I'm not going to slam it out of hand. There might be something that makes a difference. So a portion of Arbonne is 400, sorry, 100 grams of Arbonne is 400 calories and my protein is 412. So we're talking the same. Yeah. They both have 7.5% of fat, so both the same, which surprised me a little bit for a vegan one. I'm thinking, where's the fat coming from? But yeah. that's what it is. Um, my protein, and this is using the unflavoured one, just in case anyone's going to go, well, the flavoured ones are more, but the unflavoured one is 4% of sugars, and Arborn is 18% of sugars. And I just went, just a minute, oh, why am I paying for a protein powder and a fifth of it yeah, is you're sugars? Yeah, not of the thing you want, and you're getting a yeah. shit ton of the stuff yeah. you don't want. So half of that 100 grams is what I'm paying for. The other half, therefore, is not what I particularly want. Now, I accept there has to be some sugars or some carbohydrates or, mm -hmm. or some fat, yeah. But 18%, and they're actually advertising as they've reduced their sugars. It used to be in the 20%. Right. So I guess that's just, I've just summarized there. And I think what I'm summarizing is protein powders have a place. I would encourage people to use them. Um, I have some people that use them, um, people that either wanted to have something in the morning but don't like eating in the morning and to have a, a, prote a small protein shake worked for them. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, look at what you're actually buying. So we've got something that costs four times, six times as much as something else and isn't as good. Yeah. But the one caveat I'm going to give is that the Arbonne one does have a tremendous number of um, added supplements and vitamins and minerals. It does have a great list. Mm -hmm. um, but in some ways, I'm sort of thinking I would rather pay £22 than £64 and take a multivit. Yeah than be paying get it that premium price. Yeah, sure. um, and I think one of the things is just because it's vegan doesn't make it better. And in this mm. case, you know, if you're vegan, then obviously you're going to have it. I'm not knocking that. Yeah, cool. But peas aren't the best source of protein or the most efficient. So that's the little bit on mm. protein powders. You're pointing it out. It's not no judgment, but it's important just to read it. Yeah. Read the labels, read yeah. what you are putting in your mouth. Um, I guess back to the connection with food, isn't it? When things are packaged up for your own convenience, yeah, it's even more reason to understand it. Yeah, probably just wolf it down and go. Yeah, and I think the packaging. It was funny. I bought some um, croissant the other day that were in this sort of black packet, and they were called finest or whatever. And then there was the unfinest next to them in a white, you know, cheap. <laughs> yeah, and it just went through my mind. It's just like, well, the difference in price wasn't that much. But I felt that the quality that I was buying was way more because they were called finest. They yeah. had a beautiful photograph yeah. on the front. They were in different packaging in a bigger box. And it was like, it's just it's just a bit of pastry. Yeah. There's not really much difference. Yeah. They're if you not... line them all up, you probably wouldn't yeah. have seen them yeah. as any different. But I Did you buy the most expensive one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's the bit. It's like, why would we continue if we're, if we're worried about buying a protein powder? And people, a lot of clients have said to me, so I tend quite often that I'll buy it and then they'll buy it off me in a way. So mm -hmm. I can buy it in bulk and they'll buy yeah. five or ten pounds off me. But one of the reasons I think they don't buy it is just wouldn't know where to start. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay. so that was that. The other one thing which is really... Um, came to mind is that when I looked through the list of um, the Arbonne and there was a lot of ingredients, the unflavoured one for my protein had two ingredients, basically had whey powder and I think it's something called soy lectin, which I think right. is just something you put in powder. Sounds like the government powder we talked about a couple of episodes ago. Inulin. It was actually, if, if it, inulin was in okay. Arbonne's actually. Which it's almost like if it's missing the thing that you're, it's the, you're kind of you taking need. it for, they'll yeah. fill it with all the other stuff that you yeah. may be lacking in as a bit of a... I think Arbonne had a thing... I didn't count more, I would say between 40 and 50 ingredients. Does it then justify why they... Did you send me this? Where there was um, a company, can't remember, might not be right mm -hmm. to mention them, where they had a... Because we were talking about um, features and benefits of products, and I think you then said, oh, there's this one product, which I think it might be a protein powder mm -hmm. or shake or something, that had so many benefits. Mm -hmm. There's like 160... Oh, Huel. Yeah. yeah, I think it's 159 benefits, Yeah, yeah almost the other the other way <laughs> yeah because when we were reading it out they were very clear that they could prove what those 159 each, each benefits those, were yeah, yeah huel h-u-e-l yeah it has a i'm not recommending or advocating <laughs> i'm not knocking it either no i'm just it's, it's a big claim 
it was a very big claim. Yeah, I mean, even this podcast probably struggles to get anywhere near that number in terms of benefits. <laughs> yeah. It sends people to sleep, that's one. Gets, <laughs> more complaints. <laughs> yeah, I've just saved £42 on protein powder. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we are helping. We're stopping people from buying, you know, sleeping pills. Yeah. Or even, you know, getting them prescribed. We're getting a constant stream of people using this to go to sleep, aren't we? Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. Um, I think it's good. I, I still take it as a compliment. Yeah. Uh, I haven't actually listened to us as an aid for myself to get to sleep as yet, but mm-hmm. might give it a crack. Mm-hmm. Well, the way this one's going, it's probably going to be the... <laughs> Yeah, that's tonight's. Um, Yeah, the thing I was going to say very quickly is it's something I hadn't heard of um, and other people might not have heard of, bearing in mind I was in the mushroom trade. Um, There's a new thing called vitamin D mushrooms that I've seen in Sainsbury's and I thought all mushrooms have vitamin D. Stop stop being stupid. Um, Evidently, they're treated with UV light for a very, very short period of time, like seconds at a certain stage in the process, and it increases their... Vitamin D content. Okay. Um, and obviously most mushrooms are, bought, are, are grown, you know, indoors under artificial lights, but mm. the special sort of smash of UV light increases the vitamin D. Um, and why that's important, it, this was in the Arbonne one, so again, big up to them. Um, but why it's important is that there's, a, there's a, a lot of stuff around vitamin D that taking it in supplements form isn't the same as taking it naturally, either through sunlight or through food. So mm. getting it in mushrooms that increases your vitamin D is obviously a better source um, than just taking tablets all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't play this in, but I'll play this out. <laughs> and just for the record, that's not the monkey fighters. <laughs> it's not really their jam. That's definitely. heist too, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Um, we actually got an email this week. Tell me. Um, on the subject of us and sleeping. Mm-hmm. One of our listeners, uh, Kelly, kindly mm-hmm. emailed us. So thank you for the first email, Kelly, because um, um, it's been a little bit dry, mm. the inbox. Mm. <laughs> but she said, um, hi, guys, listen to the rest of number two. And I'm well into number three, finding listening in the day whilst pottering and cleaning equals no sleeping. <laughs> and more productivity so she's flipped good. it she's done something active whilst listening to us good um and she clearly hasn't fallen asleep whilst doing yeah. <laughs> manual labor which i think is good yeah so don't operate heavy machinery while listening Indeed. to us have you had any um any bulges i've had quite a few um some some sort of anecdotal and informal i sort of like the idea that kelly actually emailed yeah, I, th- I like that. I've had I've had some. I've had one that I think I mentioned to you in the day that was really complimentary about you and went, "Don't tell him he'll get big headache." So <laughs> that's as far as you that still one haven't goes. told me. No. <laughs> I'm going to get out of you. I'm just going to nick your phone and have a look. Um, so that was one. What was another? I one? I realised I'm one of those people that I, I don't think I I need praise, and then you kind of get a little bit of a nibble that someone's said something nice about you, yeah. and I'm just like so shower me going, with Tell me what yeah. it is. <laughs> tell me how good I am. Yeah. Um, I think what I've got is bits of feedback that have up in, let me take a step back. One of the things I'm aware of on here is firstly, we know some of the people who are listening. Yes. So some of the people are friends or family or people I work with or work, you know, as a PT or have worked with in other settings. Some of the people don't know us or don't know anything about us. And I don't think we've given much away apart from the obvious things that we're like, we're insightful, humorous. <laughs> yeah. and I think people are incredibly assuming, humble. <laughs> yeah, and I think people are assuming we're good looking. So I'm guessing we're hitting all those. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah, I'm um, given much because I was talking to um, Sarah a minute ago about taking some promo shots for us, and I thought, well, I don't want to ruin anything. No, <laughs> we're not having promo shots. <laughs> but the question I was going, the thing I was going to say was what this has made me think is. Well, that, we're on the cover. I mean, we're on our yeah. album cover, aren't yes. we? Yeah, but I have distorted slightly it slightly. Pixelated, yeah. <laughs> slightly, yeah. Um, no, what I've thought is is just with that wide breadth of l- listener that we've almost we almost have to be true to ourselves rather than we're not going to disregard the feedback. So I had someone today on uh, Tuesday, uh, sorry, on Thursday, who went, "Why don't you do them an hour plus? Because mm. if I go on a long drive, I can listen to the whole thing, and it yeah. it's brilliant." And then I've had other people going. 
don't make them more than 40 minutes because I don't want to pause it halfway through. I've had people saying, this was an interesting one, um, a friend's friend couldn't get on, which I think I sent through to you because of explicit content, which was interesting. I was quite quite chuffed with that. Yeah. (laughs) They got ID'd, did they? (laughs) I think it was interesting that a couple of... um, I was chatting to somebody yesterday who I was talking to you about, and he said, I noticed you use the F word a lot, a little bit more in your last couple. But someone else had said to me, you have started swearing, why is that? And it was like, I wasn't aware that no. it was more or less. But I, no. I, I don't think, it's, it's I don't how think we've people um, listen to us. I'm conscious of that. I think we swore in the first few. Mm. Um, we've sworn today, today okay. a little bit. Um, I'm conscious my mum's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a big boy now, so I'm sure it's okay to mm. swear. But I still feel funny about swearing in front of her. Do you? Yeah. Would there be certain words that wouldn't? Um, we've used words that I wouldn't say. Okay, so the, one, the ones I was about to, to say now, probably Damo's mum don't want to hear. Uh, I was just trying to show uh, As an example. <laughs> profanity <laughs> list. Is that basically what you're going to do? It's, it's studying old English. Yeah? Um, oh, right. Yeah. Going back to our Chaucerian. Okay. He's going to use some Saxon. Yeah. Well, your mum's, your mum's quite old. <laughs> um, she knows all the words. She just doesn't want to hear them. No, of course. I mean, That's fair enough. But it is interesting, isn't it? Because we, we, we're we really interested in, we're a bit too fascinated about who's listening to us and genders and age mm-hmm. and geography. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling less bothered about that today. Oh, yeah. It hit me last week after we recorded. I um, I, I, uh, I went off a cliff after we recorded. Mm. Um. Not because, of, I guess just because of the whole thing, you know, what we say, how we say it, who we're talking to. And I just had a whole, let's just stop the whole thing. I had a real kind of, okay. um, it's weird. I, I think I was taken aback by how that made me feel. So is this imposter syndrome? I think so. Yeah. I had one, or, big two, dollop of I had one or two comments on that. One person actually said to me, like, you could have gone in a bit deeper in that. Mm. And I'm wondering just... This is just off the cuff now, and I, I hope we're not going to warble on for too long. No, but maybe. just what you're saying there is that I was saying to you the other day, I, I, I think there's a, a correlation between people who are going to put themselves out there doing a podcast, doing stand-up, those sort of things, mm-hmm. and a correlation with quite often a lack of security and confidence behind the scenes. And what you were saying to me last week was exactly this. It's yeah. like, you know, we've spoken, we've done the podcast, we've been... I thought six was our best one. I thought we'd had a really good thing. And then you're saying, mm-hmm. boom, you're doubting whether you should continue. Yes, well, yeah, exactly. And I wonder how much that is worth just taking a little bit further, like on the imposter syndrome, is, is how often when something is successful, we, we allow it to under, that successfulness to undermine ourselves instead of you going, our listeners are going up, we've just done a really good podcast. Yeah. But I'm now worried about it and I should stop it and... It wasn't really, if anything, it wasn't really about, um, I certainly didn't think about it in terms of success. Mm-hmm. It was just because I felt we'd, we'd talked about some things, again, surface level stuff, that I haven't talked to many people about, or people certainly don't know that. So I think I had okay. that kind of so feeling of, of caught or... with my pants down kind of thing. Yeah. Well, by my, by my own doing, you know, I felt I was just a bit, bit exposed, I think is what, okay. I felt a bit raw, you know. Then you start to think, hold on, I didn't even... You know, I didn't go very far into it, and I'm feeling like this. So, is that because you're considering who's listening to yeah, you? I, I guess so. I mean, all, but also it's like it's like a long kind of business meeting. Really, you don't realise how much it's taken out of you until you've mm. you've got to the end of it, mm. and you're kind of spent. You know, because you're in it. And I don't think I was in it as in the moment as much as I have been today. And I think that was what I've been trying to build myself up to this week. Mm-hmm. Not think, oh, I'm doing a podcast. I need to make sure it just sit here and be in the moment with you yeah you know so i wonder whether that's whether that's transferable to i think it is everyday life that you get to the point of it's the overthink you know i think it it really it really sunk in how much of an overthinker i am Hmm. and just you know i guess paralysis by analysis yeah kind of thing yeah um rather than just going it is what it is just let it go and let it breathe and you know, so we do, um, it's a hard we, thing to do. We I think do a it, long podcast on accepting your emotions and then you get driven down <laughs> by self-doubt and yeah. loathing. Yeah, I get all part of the process. The learning curve isn't just the technical side and the, the content mm. side. It's just my feelings. Hmm. <laughs> well, I know? still think it's worth putting out there to 
just that people are listening now, it's that bit around having completed something, having done something, there's almost that anticlimactic feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of celebration, I can remember sort yeah. of doing, doing, you know, finishing A-levels and just feeling like, I just want to go and... Yeah, it's certainly not a celebrate, it's certainly no. not running around punching the air, is mm-hmm. it? It's, there's kind of a sense of relief and um, that kind of feeling of being spent, really. Yeah. Physically and yeah. emotionally. And it kind I, of went I, in on itself. I think the celebration thing is something that I had some thoughts about a long, long time ago. And I went to um, a conference and the woman there was saying, we don't celebrate. We don't celebrate um, conclusions. We celebrate starts, but not conclusions. And she went on mm. to describe it. And what she said is, you would, it's, it's the achievement of something often almost gets swept under the carpet. So it's, you've done your A-levels. Right, move on. You've done your podcast, move on. You're almost thinking to the, to the next thing rather yeah. than just... Yeah, it's like ticking a... it off and saying you've done that. And what she was saying was around... And I don't know who she was, so I can't give any reference on this. What she was saying was when you have finished a task or when you've done something, there is that bit of actually going to yourself, sitting back, looking what you've achieved, mm. summing it up and then moving on rather than just going... So using Kelly with her cleaning, if she's finished doing the kitchen cupboards yeah. it isn't right now i'm going to go and do the bathrooms it's just that bit about okay now i've actually achieved something have a look at it and take it on board and why this woman was controversial and why i remembered her she was saying we don't celebrate prisoners leaving prison and of course with a probation and prison staff conference everyone went of course we really don't <laughs> <laughs> they're prisoners yeah um, and her attitude was this what happens when you're a prisoner is that you get £48 in cash. I mean, this is a couple of when years ago. When you leave? Yeah. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure whether things have changed, so okay. don't correct... Well, do correct me if, you, if I'm wrong, but this is what it was in my day. £48 in cash. You get um, a large plastic bag that has HM Prison Service stamped on the side just to make sure that everyone brands you. <laughs> yeah. um, with all your belongings in it. Right. And certainly when people are leaving Bristol Prison, the first pub, you can see the pub from the gates. So yes. 48 quid was mm. spent there. Right. Um, either on crack or Guinness. Um, and to me, that wasn't any sort of celebration. What she was saying is, why don't we make an event that says, you've come into prison, you've served your sentence, and have almost, not congratulating people for being criminals, but almost launching them in the, into the new world with something other than a branded bag and money which we know they're going to, you know, spend on, you know, how, why could we not make it more of an event that that person went out with a sense of pride and a sense yeah. of honour, or could we not give them, you know, a nice hold or that they go out with their possessions and feel like a real person rather than yeah. a plastic bag with all the things that yeah, people don't have. Yeah, you don't put everything in a bin bag. If you yeah. do, you're making a judgment as that person is like, that's okay for you. If mm. the governor of the prison was leaving, they wouldn't, put all the, <laughs> yeah. his drawer into a bin no, bag. So why would you treat people differently? Mm. And so I think the audience were very much sort of, well, just a minute, you know, they're, they're in prison for a reason. But she was saying... Yeah, but you've also spent a lot of time rehabilitating them, making them yeah. feel, trying to make them feel like part of the community yeah. before they get back into the community. And that just undoes it all in a, yeah. in a heartbeat. £36,000 when I was working in prisons was the average amount that one prisoner cost. And this idea that then we don't spend anything on... <laughs> the yeah. day they leave prison yeah. and might, why not give them a bus ticket a day pass so that they could actually get to get their accommodation yeah, absolutely. Um, Interesting. so yeah I think that is a bit about celebration and I think it's that bit from what you said about last week is that we'd done something we'd done it well we sat down I was really elated yeah and the, you had the opposite <laughs> feeling <laughs> yeah. um, so at the end of my speed awareness course mm. I'm going to come outside into the car park and you'll be there clapping me will you we could get all the listeners <laughs> Or maybe you could take something for everybody else in the class. What, a little bit as a memento of yeah, their... Um... maybe a small dinky car. Okay. <laughs> Just yeah. hand it round. Hot wheels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe a tad inappropriate. I give, actually, a, give a model of a fast I think, car. I think, I think what you will find from that speed course is that it is... The majority of people I've spoken to have been on have gone, have gone actually, it did make a bit of sense. Yes. Yeah. I think I think you might even get a certificate. Cool. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. He says. No. Knocking it. Wait and see. Um, also, I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm aware. I guess not everybody's aware. I'm very aware of of my crime. 
and I'm willing to uh, do the time. Yeah. <laughs> if that um, takes place on a Saturday, is that going to interfere with well, the I recording? Could, I could just sneak a microphone in and do a give you all a bit a live of, broadcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Outside broadcast. I um I found um it's a mailbag item, but I found a saying. This I didn't know we we're going to talk about this, but this mm-hmm. brings us brilliantly onto the thing I found this week, um, which was a poster. It wasn't it? But yeah, it was a poster in a in a shop. Um, and it was, it, this is what it said, watch mm-hmm. out for those who don't clap for you. Okay, yeah. I immediately understood the sentiment, mm-hmm. but then it just, I just had that. Um, if right. you just started right. clapping me now, I'd be like, I'd be pretty freaked out. I don't need to be suspicious that you're not clapping my my small victories or, no, you know I, I, mean? I, no, I, or hilarious no, I like jokes. that because it isn't, it isn't, it's more metaphysical than just physical clapping, isn't it? It's well, that's it. It's whether you take these literally, literally yeah. not by just, I took it yes. literally. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking claps for me. <laughs> hate them all. Yeah, no, no, no. But maybe that, that come, you know, comes back to, you know, we don't, we don't celebrate little victories, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, are we around an hour now? Yeah, we are. Okay. So mm. we're going to have to um, wrap things up, but you look like you're poised to come out with I'm another just, nugget. I'm just thinking... The fact that somebody has taken the time, well, my daughter, not somebody, she's actually closer than me. Than somebody. <laughs> it's her second mention as well, today. she's yeah. really chuffed. Well, I'm going to be, the only reason I'm really chuffed is she's got 7,500 followers and she's going mm. to give us a shout out. So it's really just, awesome. this is me rewarding and making out I care a lot. <laughs> so she sent So we it, were going to get a shout out. We were going to get a shout out. So <laughs> she sent me four, she's, she's going around a shop. She told me what the shop was and I can't remember, but... And maybe this is because, um, well, this this would give away the clue that she is my daughter. So daughters are like diamonds, sparkly, unique and expensive. <laughs> and again, it does answer that question of like, what what do I do with that? It's <laughs> yeah. like, daughters aren't like diamonds. Daughters are like young adults that you brought into the world. <laughs> um, everyone knows a friend who makes you look like the normal one. And then two pictures of dancing pineapples. Okay, what's another theme? Um, yeah. We've gone on pineapples. Mm-hmm. Can I just mention my story about your daughter this week? As okay. I was doing those weighted squats in your Smith, machi- yeah. Smith machine. Yeah. And uh, at the end of uh, the fifth one, mm-hmm. I had to um, hold mm-hmm. in a squat position. Mm-hmm. Do you recall this? You're looking at me. Mm-hmm. Like, no, okay. no, no, no. I'm waiting for... And um, you, know, I, I, you normally look at your watch and go, right, 10 seconds, and mm-hmm. then you count me down. Mm-hmm. Just as I did that one, I think, near the end, I heard your daughter come into the <laughs> Then I just had a feeling that you were going to be, you know, you're going to end up talking to her and forget that I was in <laughs> said squat for, um, and just as that happened, my legs started wobbling. Okay. Just as obviously Amelia came in and, yeah. you know, so it just wasn't good timing because I think I was doing right up until then. She is the perpetrator of those squats. <laughs> and her final and of one. Knee, of my knee wobbles. <laughs> yeah. Her final one is a cactus, a, a cardboard cactus in a cardboard. It isn't even 3D, like a flat. Mm. And it says, every day... Do, I'm going to say this in like a serious voice. Okay. Just some music. You haven't got really serious music, have you? Um, I'm yeah. going to go down an octave as well. No, I'm going to do, um, this one's called uh, Goat, so it's got to be serious, right? Okay. I'll do that and then you go into it, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of these are named, but they're not actually the thing they're named. Did you I not? didn't think that was actually going to be a goat. You hadn't played that before. <laughs> That is a square. <laughs> okay. I, I think you may have spoiled the moment. I'm still going <laughs> to go press it. <laughs> okay. Every day, do one thing. Bearing in mind, this is a cactus. I'll start, on, again. start again. Every day, do one thing that prickles your fancy. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I'll, leave, I'll leave that one hanging there. That is brilliant. In its own way, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's probably the best one we've had. Yeah. That sure. has literally prickled my fancy. fancy. <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, audience figures, do you want to do that quickly? Mm. You, um, you've, um, you've been enjoying my morning updates. I send you for the um, for those who aren't us two, which is everyone else. Yeah. Um, I send you little morning updates, don't you, I? You do. Are we getting a little bit self-congratulatory by reading yeah. out how many people love us every week? Is this just we our need for We had a whole conversation this week about this didn't we yeah. about not getting carried away it's not why we're doing it no we're doing why Is are we it? doing it because people have been emailing us asking to hear <laughs> well um it's amazing how quickly i always i don't think i've i've talked about this on 
on here, but I, I always likened this to being in a band. Mm-hmm. Get a few people in a room, see what comes out. Mm-hmm. No pressure, mm-hmm. no drama, no kind of any no ideas. People come in, you have a you have a jam, you kind of, and then maybe after a couple of weeks, you get a couple of songs together. Yeah. You kind of go okay, and then you, you know, whether someone walks, you know, a friend comes to the studio one week and goes, "That's all right, you guys are all right mm-hmm. actually," and mm-hmm. that's all it takes yeah. for the seed to take, and then everyone thinks this is it, we're gonna, yeah, yeah. and it's happened in every band I've ever been in, mm-hmm. where you do it for a you do it for a laugh. You do yeah. it because it's going to be fun. And then it just, it kicks Someone in. Someone tells you you're not shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you do a gig and some, you know, we have two people come and go, that's really good. That's really, and just mm. suddenly you think you're... Well, if you've got half the crowd enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's like that. Then you suddenly, you know, we're looking at the numbers and we're mm. kind of, how do we... Mm. I think it's just natural, I think. Give us it? a little but, run through because I'm not up to date anyway, I don't think. Um, total plays, we've had 366, mm-hmm. which I think is good gives an audience of 61 mm-hmm. i mean i'm sitting here going those don't sound very big numbers but you know that's that's the whole point of that isn't it yeah we're seven in and i wouldn't imagine us saying that i didn't even think we'd get to seven so it's all I i'm think not what, confident like, there's anyone listening to this <laughs> <laughs> and like you're saying earlier i think it's kind of um that resetting the but i think you know why i fell off a cliff last week because I, I, I reset the bar yeah now my bar's there yeah I forget what my bar was like mm-hmm. two or three weeks ago. And it's easy to get wrapped up in, you know, I don't step back, which would be your point, step back and go, well, look what you've achieved. Yeah. Look how far, you know, I don't do that. And I but I guess that's just, um, that's just how I'm built, I guess. Mm. Um, touched on perfectionism that the other day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that kind of, it's not about not doing it. My perfectionism isn't like some people see perfectionism mm-hmm. as, um, um, I hope I haven't mentioned this before, but Gary V. Uh, the uh, American entrepreneur all over Instagram. I'll put a link in if you haven't heard of him already. But he had, um, I think the quote was, perfectionism is insecurity with lipstick on. I read that and went, I think I'm a perfectionist, Mm -hmm. but I don't don't link it to insecurity. And I read it and looked into it and thought about it. I think his, his driver around that was people who are perfectionist don't start. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of went, I get it. You know, I, d- I didn't associate perfectionism with people who don't start something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel I do. I feel I'm all right at that bit. Yeah. I can start stuff. Yeah. Um, I kind of enjoy the starting, the creation and kind of kicking it on. So, um, but my perfectionism is I know I can do better. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's growing and um, we'll see, right? We'll just keep doing this because we enjoy doing it. and We love doing it. We'll, um, we'll go from there. Yeah. So that's it for uh, this episode. You can listen to us and subscribe to us on the following apps. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Um, and we actually come up in the search bars now, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. So um, if you put in I'm fine, then we will turn up. Um, so that's it. Well done getting this far and thanks for listening all links and references to what we've been talking about in this episode will be in our show notes and please give us a follow and leave comments on our instagram twitter or facebook just find us on the username at i'm finecast if you prefer a long copy you can write to us at i'm finecast at gmail.com so in the next episode we're going to be looking at retro suites and mood and music can't wait catch you soon see you on wednesday bye bye